Larry always wanted to fly. It was his dream as a boy, but fate just didn't seem to cooperate. It actually kept him from his dream. Larry joined the Air Force, but he had poor eyesight, so it disqualified him from the job of pilot. Then, after he was discharged from the military, he sat in his backyard just watching jets fly overhead, taunting him all day, every day. So he came up with this scheme. We'll call it the hot weather balloon scheme. While he was sitting outside, and it's what he would call his extremely comfortable Sears lawn chair. Larry decided to purchase 45 weather balloons that were each four foot in diameter, and he filled them with helium. He then tied them to his lawn chair that was tied to the bumper of his Jeep, which he dubbed the Inspiration One. (laughs) He grabbed his cooler with some sandwiches and some some Miller Lite and a pellet gun because he figured once he got, got up and wanted to come back down, he would just shoot a few of the mini balloons, and then he would slowly descend peacefully to his backyard. (laughs) Larry's plan was to sever the anchor and lazily float to a height of about 30 feet above his backyard where he would enjoy a few hours of flight before coming back down. However, things didn't quite work out as Larry planned. (laughs) When his friends cut the cord anchoring the lawn chair to his Jeep, he didn't float lazily up to 30 feet. No, (laughs) He streaked into the L.A. sky as if he was shot from a cannon. Pulled by the lift of 42 helium balloons holding 33 cubic feet of helium apiece. (laughs) He didn't level off at 30 feet. He didn't level off at 100 feet. He didn't even level off at 1,000 feet. He just kept climbing and climbing and climbing until he leveled off at, get this, 16,000 feet. (laughs) At that point... He was so nervous about shooting any of the balloons that if he unbalanced the load, he would find himself into some serious trouble at 16,000 feet. So instead, he just stayed there drifting, cold and frightened with his cooler, his beer, his sandwiches for more than 14 hours. (laughs) He even crossed at one point the primary approach flight path for LAX, where TWA and Delta Airline pilots radioed in reports of the strange sight that they saw. I, I just crack up thinking about the pilots saying, uh, uh, LA, we have a problem. Houston, we have a problem. Uh, what's this seem to be? Uh, there's a man up here and there's a, uh, never mind, no problem. <laughs> we like to keep our job. How are you going to tell, tell them down at the... <laughs> At the at the flight booth down there, whatever you call it, you know, the at the tower, that there's a man. In, uh, I'm sorry, maybe it's just funny to me, but there's a man in a in a lawn chair with a bunch of balloons, like the movie Up, and this is before the movie came Up even came out. This was like 40 years ago that this happened. <laughs> Finally, he he just hung up there forever. the The weather it wasn't going down at all, so he decided he had to take a chance and. He started shooting the balloons, the the helium balloons, the the hot air balloons, one balloon at a time, and slowly he began to descend. However, the hanging balloons, the tethers, they they tangled and got caught in a power line, which ended up blacking out. 
it just keeps getting better. It ended up blacking out an entire Long Beach neighborhood for 20 minutes. Larry finally climbed to safety where he was arrested by waiting members of the LAPD. As he was led away in handcuffs, a reporter asked why he had done it. And he re- replied nonchalantly with, well, a man can't just sit around. <laughs> the safety inspector of the FAA said, we know he broke some part of the Federal Aviation Act. And as soon as we decide which part it is, a charge will be filed. <laughs> now that, my friends, is a long day. And speaking of long days, happy summer solstice. Have you ever had a life solstice? Do you even know what that means? Probably not, because I just made it up. <laughs> Let's talk about that. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? What's up, happy lifers? Thanks for joining us today. I'm so glad that you did. Happy summer solstice. Well, at least where I'm coming this from, I imagine uh, there's another half of the world that is in winter solstice right now. Summer solstice is the longest day of the year, and we had our summer solstice hit just a couple days ago, and I've been thinking about it ever since. Something that I, I just feel like I wanted to share that I hope is going to bring some some happy in your direction. I think the thing that kind of got me started on it was my son had mentioned that it was coming, and then he said, his friend asked me, he says, so what are you doing for summer solstice? And I never had heard anyone talk about that before. It's not like it's a regular holiday. And of course, we here at Happy Life Studios, we are the official podcast of the holidays. So I never thought about celebrating summer solstice. It's really not much of a holiday. I mean, it's not a holiday that people think about taking off or celebrating. So when I heard my son talk about that, his friend says, what are you going to do for summer solstice? That's what really got my brain thinking. And I love the long days. I like how I can come home from work or I can come home from whatever I'm doing. And all of a sudden, it can be 8.30, 9 o'clock at night. And I think, I want to go golfing. I mean, I've done that so many times where I've showed up at the golf course and uh, they're closing up shop. And they said, go ahead. If you want to go out there, go golfing. <laughs> I just do. Anyway, what I'm saying is, you know, nine o'clock, I can go golfing. I might not, it might be a little dark by the time we get done, but I love the longer hours. I just love them versus I just can't stand the winter solstice when it gets so short. But that idea of celebrating summer solstice, celebrating the longest day of the year, when when summer solstice comes this time of the year, as far as I know, I mean, everybody loves it, right? They love the longer days. The, the weather gets warmer. You have more time to go out there and do stuff. And if it gets too hot in the day, boy, it starts getting, you know, a little bit cooler at night, but it's still light out and you can still, I mean, the other night it was like nine o'clock and I decided to do a video right outside my backyard and it was as light as it was. You would think, and the other day I was, I was painting 
somebody's house for them. And I was getting ready to go home. I had about an hour drive and to get back home. And all of a sudden, I looked at my, my phone. It was 9 o'clock. Are you kidding me? It's 9 o'clock? It felt like it was 5 o'clock out there. I love the long days. I just love them. Which is very interesting because when it comes to a day or days in your life that are just super boring, what are they called? How was your day today? Oh, it was a long day. I just sat there all day. So-and-so never showed up. There was no work. I just had to sit there all day. Or when the days get really, there's a lot of work. Too much work, you get overwhelmed. There's more work than you know how to do. And you just find yourself scrambling the opposite of boredom. You're just scrambling all day long trying to get stuff done. Work, 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 work. And you just go, 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 go. And finally, you have to leave because they're locking up the doors or whatever. And you leave and you get home and it's dark. It's 10 o'clock at night and you've been working a long day. How was your day? It was a long day. And it's never said as something positive like, oh, it was a long day. I got a lot of work done and I've got a lot of work I get to do tomorrow. No, it's always like, oh, it was a long day. Or sometimes you have days like seasons in life where, where life just gets difficult and you feel like you're walking uphill with everything. I mean, I've been that way before too when I've even just speaking sometimes and I just, I can never find my groove and I'm trying to, to relate a concept to the people that are listening and, and I'm having the hardest time speaking and I'm, I'm brought in to be the guy to speak to this crowd and I just never seem to find that groove. I just never seem to find, it felt like I was pulling a train uphill the whole time. We call that, you know, how was your day? Well, that was a long day. And sometimes it's just a 30-minute speech, a 45-minute speech, or maybe it'd be a, an hour or two training or a, a master class that I'm doing. But when you, it just doesn't ever seem to just, everything is difficult. You feel resistance on every side. People aren't listening or you can't, your brain doesn't think straight or you, you can't find what you're doing or, or everything you try to put your hand to at work just doesn't work. Everything just seems to be broken. How was your day today? Oh man, that was a long day. When it comes to summer solstice, we love having long days. When it comes to our days that are that are tough, that are difficult, our season that that we've been going through that's just been a long, you know, it's a long season. It's a long day after day after day and it just gets long and it's a negative thing. Like we have a life solstice we come through life and everything just seems to be negative or a struggle after struggle or we're bored to tears or we don't have enough time in the day or we just work like crazy and we just never can seem to get ahead or our bills just keep piling up and piling up and piling up, all these things like that. And we call that a long day. It's a life solstice. So when life gets hard, when it gets tough, when it gets boring, he just stuck doing the same routine over and over again, and it's lost its punch. It's lost its motivation. It's, it's lost its life. Or, like I said, maybe it has too much life. It has too much struggle. It has too much going on. It's the opposite of boredom. It's being overwhelmed. What do you do when life becomes long, when the days become long, and they keep stretching to day after day after day? And if someone were to ask you at any day of the month, how was your day this week? How was your day this month? How has your day been the last several months? And you say, oh man, they have been some long days in there. What do you do when that happens? 
what do you do when you have a life solstice? Every day just seems to be eternally long and not in a positive way. What do you do in those moments? When you're having a life solstice, what do you do? I think you do the same thing you do when you're having a summer solstice. You do the same thing that my son did with his friend. When there's a summer solstice, you celebrate that day. But it's hard to celebrate a day that's full of difficulty, that's full of struggle, that's full of weariness, that's full of anxiety or being overwhelmed, that's full of boredom, that's full of the same old mundane over and over and over again. It's hard to celebrate that. So how do you celebrate that? Well, I think the biggest ticket really is to not pay attention to the whole day. When you pay attention to all the work that has to get done, or you pay attention to, I've just been working this job forever and I just can't seem to get anywhere with it. When you pay attention to the boredom, when you pay attention to, just like when you were a kid, I remember being a kid in school, watching those seconds. I'm watching my happy life clock right now that was given to me by happy life and it's a smiley face and the second hand is going around. You can just watch it tick, 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 tick. And I remember in school, they had the big ones on the wall and they actually made sound. Right, And you would just, those seconds seem to take forever because you just watch that clock. Tick, tick, tick. One minute goes by, you're like, only 42 more minutes before I'm out of school. And the, mo- the more you stare at that clock, or being stuck in a job, just going, oh man, baby steps till I'm done. I got to get home. Man, I'm glad they're closing this place up because I need an excuse to get out of here. I could stay here all night and not get it caught up. And what happens when you start paying attention to the whole day? When you start paying attention to the end of the day, you start, pay, you start paying attention to how long that day is, and life just goes by. Tick, 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 tick. And we're looking at the whole day. We get overwhelmed with the whole day. We get overwhelmed with the mundaneness of it. We get overwhelmed with all the stuff that we have to do. We get overwhelmed with all the pressure, which can lead to anxiety. All this stuff can lead to us to to a very, it can lead to an unhappy place, an unhappy state of mind. So what do you do when that happens? My cat just walked into the room. I don't know if you can hear him in the mic or not, but he came in and he bumped his head up against my knee, basically saying, pick me up when he knows he can jump up my lap, but he won't. He wants me <laughs> to pick him up. But you know what that kind of did? It kind of did. It was good timing. Thanks, Wiley. Wiley the coyote. <laughs> That's what we call him. Um, anyway, if that was like perfect timing. I couldn't have planned it any better than that. Because as I'm talking to you, I'm thinking about the whole podcast. I'm thinking about what I'm going to say next. I'm thinking about everything. But the cat comes in and the cat reminds me to be in this moment right now. And that's a ticket. You don't pay attention to the whole day. You pay attention to the moment that you're in right now. Because if you're paying attention to the end of the day, then what's getting your energy is that clock going tick, 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 tick. When you're paying attention to the past, all that's getting is regret, 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 regret. If you're paying attention to the future, I'm never going to be able to get this done. Um, How long is this going to last? All that gets your attention is anxiety, worry, anxiety, weary, tired. But what you have to do is you have to pay attention to the moment that you're in. Stop what you're doing right now and pay attention to the moment that you're in. 
Are you around somebody else? Look at them and just without looking like you're <laughs> talking to them, but look at them and, and just ask yourself the question, I wonder how they're feeling. See if you can figure out, are they, are they happy? Are they sad? Are they melancholy? Are they meh? How are they doing? I wonder what their family life is like. What about your environment? If you're outside, look around. Ask yourself, I wonder what the color of that tree is or what kind of red that is in that car that drove by. Take a chance and, and look at that thing, that, that project you're looking at and, and look at, I wonder what kind of font that is on this paper that I'm looking at. You look around you and say, is there something, play a little game with yourself and say, is there something that I can, I can find beauty in right now? If you're looking at a wall, ask yourself the question, how many bricks I wonder are in that wall? How many boards are in that wall? You take a moment and you look at the situation around you. You pause from all the stuff and you stop taking a look at the whole day. You stop looking at that big pile. It's just like when you have to a bunch of stuff to get done. What do you do? You got a big pile of paper that you have to do, paperwork that you have to do, or you're grading homework maybe, and you have all this. So how do you do it? One paper at a time. You know, like the old saying goes, right? How do you eat an elephant? It's a pretty big job to do. It's not easy to eat an elephant. Well, you eat it one spoonful at a time, right? So when you've got that big pile of to-do lists, what do you do? You take off one page at a time, one paper at a time. Just listening to this podcast and looking around you at your environment around you, ask yourself the question, I wonder what temperature it is right now. 68, 78, maybe it's 66. See what that's really doing that might seem silly, but what it's really doing is it's causing you to pay attention to the moment that you're in. Instead of thinking of the entire day or when's this day ever going to end or looking at the past going, man, this day has lasted forever. I can't wait to get home. No, start living in the moment you're in right now. Find a moment that you're in and look around you and find beauty in it. Find something you're thankful for. Look at your hands, move your fingers. Are you happy that you could do that? And maybe you can't do that. Can you wiggle your toes? Can you wiggle your nose? Can you breathe? Can you breathe in and, and see what the smell is? There's got to be something that you can be thankful for. When you live in that moment, now you're giving your attention to the present moment. And now you're, wherever your attention is, that's where your energy is. And now your energy is in the moment that you're at right now. And if you spend enough moments before you know what that day will be gone and you'll say, they'll say, how was that day? Oh, that was a fun day. That was a summer solstice. That was a great day. And if you, you have a hard time spotting the moments, then make a moment. Breathe for a second. Breathe in real slow, like five seconds. Then hold it five seconds. Then exhale for five seconds. Now that may seem really weird to you, but what it's doing is you're making a moment. Now do that same exercise, but think of something positive. Breathe in. Then think of something that you're good at. Think of someone that you enjoy. Think of your favorite song or your favorite movie. Think of your favorite scene in that movie. Think of your favorite food and then exhale. Try it again. Breathe in. Think of that good thing, that favorite thing. Hold it there and breathe out. Now you just made a moment. In the midst of your life solstice, you made a summer solstice. In the midst of your negative long dayness, you made a positive long dayness. Because a solstice is good. 
the longest day is good. And there are moments in that day, if we can grab a hold of those moments and stop looking at the whole day, stop looking at the big pile of work. Maybe you need to take that big pile of work and move it off to the side and just pull one page in front of you at a time. Don't keep looking at that big pile. If you've got a big to-do list, stop staring at the big to-do list and push it off to the side and write down one thing on the to-do list and get that done and mark it off. Crumple it up, throw it in, and then write another one. But pay attention to the moments. And then your life solstice becomes a summer solstice, which becomes a happy solstice. Make someone happy. Make just one someone happy. And you will be happy too. I hope that helped. Thanks for listening. Remember, life might be long, but that doesn't mean it can't be happy. Steve Ace.